Hello and welcome to the Church of Deep House, a music brand and podcast dedicated to serving you a pure Deep House sound and experience. For this episode, we're excited to be interviewing MKJSA, a Deep House DJ and producer hailing from South Africa. With amazing Deep House tracks out on labels such as Deep Wit Recordings, Rogue Decibels and more recently Round Robin Recordings, we're really pleased to get to know and connect with the person behind the music. And what's also great is that MK has treated us to an exclusive guest mix which we'll be playing after the interview. So with that said, let's get started. Hello, how are you? Good to see you. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, really, really good. Glad that we're able to connect. I know we've been speaking for a few weeks now, haven't we, around doing the interview and everything. So and it's good to that it's finally happened. Okay. Yeah. Um, MK, as a DJ, producer and listener, can you tell us about what role music plays in your life? Oh, music plays a big role in my life because... That is where I get to like express myself through music and whatever I'm feeling at that specific moment. I get to convey what I'm feeling through music. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Because that, I, sorry, go ahead. Because I'm not really an outspoken person, so music, yeah, is my only solution. Okay. Yeah. That that seems to be a, a common theme um, around music being around music being something that people use to express their feelings because I know that that's one of the things that what I love about house music and music in general is that it does you know express feelings um, in ways words can't necessarily so um, obviously music plays a big role in your life in terms of uh, being something that you use to express yourself through can you tell me about you know when you started DJing so I know you started DJing in 2009 what made you want to learn DJing? So how did you start? What inspired you? Um, what did you learn on, you know, if you can talk a little bit about that? Uh, I really got some, like, uh, inspiration. I got it from the guys who were doing it before me and stuff and all the other international and big guys like Benita Vince and all those. So... DJing wasn't really a thing in my community, so there were there weren't any uh, many DJs. So I, I saw it as an opportunity to be a DJ in my community and try and represent my community and stuff. So the inspiration is from all the other guys, mm. and again, I I really like music. That's why I, I decided to be a DJ and a producer okay okay so when you started um and you know you were I guess the only one of the only DJs in your community how did you build and develop yourself as a DJ uh, when I started it wasn't like really something big it was the local thing I used to DJ DJ in parties and ceremonies because I was still like young yeah yeah so after I grew up, I grew up while DJing, using visual DJs and automixes and stuff. But after I was like 18 years, I'm able to go and go out on my own. Mm-hmm. That's when I, that's when that's when the love started developing because I got to experience a lot of things. Okay. Enough crowd, yeah. 
Right. Okay. Okay. Now that that's great. So, um, when you started DJing, what music did you play? So, what genre was it? House or other types of music? What did you? Yeah. What genre did you you choose to play or start playing with? Yeah, it was house. Oh, it was house. Okay. From the, the get go, it was deep house. Okay, always deep house. Okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> and so you've stayed with deep house, uh, and you haven't changed your style or sound at all. You've just stayed with deep house all the way. No, I didn't change, and I won't even change. Okay, fine. You love deep house just like me. Um, <laughs> so when you you said that obviously that you're a producer as well, um, and that I know that you started producing, or you told me that you started producing music in 2019. What is it that made you want to start producing? So what drove that evolution from DJ to music producer? Oh, it was because I also wanted to be known. Not only for being a DJ only, but also as a producer. Okay. Also, yeah. Okay. Um, and so for anyone who wants to make that transition um, from a DJ or who wants to produce music, what advice would you give to them? I would say that if it's something that you really want or something that uh, you, you, you feel or you see that it's in you, just go for it. Don't let anything stop you. Mm. And what equipment um, should a producer start off with? So someone who's just starting, what's the first equipment, piece of equipment that they should buy to start with? Uh, for someone like me, like when I started, I didn't have like a lot of things. I only had a PC and my uh, I then budgeted money and bought some monitors. So to start, you don't really need like a big studio okay. or anything. You can use what you have. Okay. Currently. Yeah. You you'll get you'll get the other stuff when time goes. Okay. So you had a PC and what software did you have then? Apple Studio. I'm using Apple Studio. Okay. I don't really know how to don't really know how to use the other ones. Right. I started producing with Apple Studio, so I'm still using it. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, that's good. And it's good to know that you can create great music because, I mean, the music that you you produce, I, you know, as I said, it, it's very sophisticated in its sound. You know, it's very smooth. You know, you can't help but dance to it. So it's good to know that you can create, you know, good quality music without having to buy, you know, or spend lots of money on, on you know, expensive equipment, effectively. And then, so how do you go Ooh. about finding a label? So how did you get your music onto different labels? Because I know that you're on Deep Wit, around uh, Robin recordings, um, as well as Rogue Decibel. So how did you get your music, you know, with those labels? Okay. The labels that you have mentioned are the labels that I've been following ever since I started DJing. Okay. So, yeah, when it comes to Roger Disciples, I was plugged by my other friend called uh, Andy Leain. He's the one who plugged me. Mm. I didn't really knew about. I didn't really know about it that much. Okay. Okay. So yeah. someone connected you to to them. Yeah, someone right. connected me to Roach, and then when it comes to run Robins and deep with, uh, I just did my research and then sent a demo. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So it's just about making your music, sending a demo, and then seeing if they like you or not. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, so um, on to the next question then. So the sound or the music that you produce is what I would describe as unequivocally deep uh, house music. So what I mean by that is that I think, you know, deep house is a huge spectrum. You've got loads of different sounds within that spectrum. But I wouldn't say that everything that calls itself deep house is deep house. I think deep house gives you a specific experience, a specific feeling, um, you know, and when you hear it, well, when I hear it, I know that I can say, right, this is deep house music. So what is deep house to you and how would you define, how would you define it? Mm, to me, deep house is not just like, uh, when, okay, when, like when producing, to me, deep house is not like just like, adding bass lines and hey hairs, claps and all the other stuff. Mm. Uh, so to me, deep house is more like what you feel and more like what people uh, connect with it. Mm. I, I would personally say deep house is like a universal language. Everything that everyone understands. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Now that that's uh, that's a good way of putting it. It is, yeah. I mean, music is a language anyway, but I think deep house speaks a specific language, and I think yeah, yeah there are certain people that connect with it all the more and that love it, like yourself and like me and others. So, yeah. So, um, I guess in terms of your sound, who would you say, or what would you say, influences your sound, um, and how would you like it to be experienced? Mm, yeah, the person who can say influences, like, I have people who who have influence on me, but my sounds are not really influenced by anyone. Okay. So I'll just go. I'll just go with what I feel. Right. Okay. What I feel is what influences my sound. Okay. Okay. So it's very mm. unique to you then. Mm. Okay. That that's cool. Um, and so. When you create your music, do you want people to experience something specific? Like, are you trying to communicate something? Or, yeah, so, you know, when you make your music, what is it you would like us to experience as listeners, as dancers, as DJs? Okay. Like, I just like people to experience it and connect with it in a way that is going to be, like, beneficial to them. Mm. More than it, more than it connects with me. Okay. Okay. So, so whatever I'm going through at that period of time or specific time when producing that specific track, uh, or that specific track or song, they can also connect with it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that that's fine. So, I'd be interested to know then. So, um. How I found out about you was because of your definition of house um, track. So I think I was looking for music on Deep Rit Recordings because I really like, you know, their sound. And I came across your track and I was absolutely amazed by it just because of the way it made me feel. So um, I've spoken about this or this has been discussed on a couple of previous episodes of this podcast where we know we, yeah. we identify that Deep House, you know, can have this kind of melancholy sound. Like it allows you to connect with feeling of sadness but then at the same time you can feel hope and joy and for me your tune your track did that um you know and I I, it's just one that I think I will always play um, because of the way it makes me feel and I know that you did it with domestic science as well um so what what was it that you inspired you to create that track what was you feeling do you recall what you were feeling when you made that track Mm. 
So, ah, that track, that definition of house, that track, I was really not in the mood to do anything. I was just browsing my packs in my FS2. Okay. So, I came across like a vocal, like a vocal that defined house music. I then listened to it up to like in five minutes or six minutes. I then decided to do a track. Actually, that track, it, it had a vocal. So it's a pity because they asked me to like remove it. Oh, because it, oh, yeah, it doesn't have vocals. That's right. Okay, so the vocals have been taken away. And so we're just left yeah, with the, yeah. the, um, the melody. The oh, interesting. Yeah, the okay. instrumental. Yeah, so the name... Definition of house came from that vocal. I see. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you had the vocal, you created the melody to, I guess, match or to suit the vocal, and then the vocal's been taken away. So would you release yeah. the track with the vocal? Because I'd be quite interested to hear <laughs> with the vocal. Uh, Is that a possibility? Ah, yeah, I think so. I'll try and talk with the uh, Highlander. Maybe right. you can release the vocal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, it's just because I, I never would have heard or thought of that tune as having a vocal. I personally prefer, I mean, I'm not a vocal person necessarily in terms of my music. I prefer the beats, the groove. Um, and if there is a vocal for it to be minimal. Um, so it'd be interesting to hear what that track would sound like with vocals actually um yeah maybe <laughs> yeah so um yeah that's interesting okay so it was you weren't really you were just messing around when you created it is what you're saying yeah yeah okay. yeah <laughs> well it's a great track to produce whilst just messing around it's it's really awesome um and i know other people feel the same way as way as well you know when i've asked them about the tune so yeah it's, as i said it's a really really great track so um, in just talking again about your production style, um, and I think this is true of Deep House in South Africa anyway, that you play or the music that you produce is, you know, I originally said 118 beats per uh, BPMs, but actually it's 116 mm. BPMs and lower. Like it's really, really, really slow. So what mm. is it that influences that speed and how does it, go down in like in the clubs in in uh, South Africa so the reason why I ask that is in like the UK or London um you know you've got different styles of music um like deep tech afro house and piano that's really popular and it's really fast it's mm. 125 bpms or more um and you know the music that you play would be more or that the, the speed at which you produce music would be more what we would call lounge music although I I could dance to it personally so how yeah, I, I guess, how is it received in clubs in, in South Africa? I mean, is it just normal to play at that speed? Or, yeah, what's your experience? Okay. Yeah, you see in South Africa, you really vibe with like the 18, 118 BPM or, or below. Yeah. That's the that's the BPM that we vibe with when it comes to deep house. And even the Amapiano game, yeah. they play like 112, one, 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 112 BPM. Okay. So when it's slow, that's where they really vibe to eat. Yeah. Yeah. If you can check, most of the producers in South Africa, they are BPM is that 118 or below. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. So, yeah. I, yeah. So I, I, I've heard a couple of, um, so is it the godfathers of Deep House? 
Uh, for mm. example, I know that their music is very slow as well. So I've got a few of their tracks and yeah, their music is is slow. So, okay. So it's typical then. You don't play fast, you play slow. And actually that's what enables people to mm. connect and vibe with the music. Okay. So then... Um, you spoke about I'm a Piano um, and Afro House, and, you know, those are now really, really big here in the UK. Um, deep House, not so much. It's Deep House is quite underground. So what is the mm. Afro House scene like in South Africa? And are there overlaps with, like, Deep House and I'm a Piano, or are they kept separate? How does it work? Oh, when it comes to that, I feel like uh, there are a lot of things that can be, like, improved in all the other t- genres né? but i'm not really an expert in i'm not really an expert i'm just a deep house fan yeah and lava okay and i i wouldn't maybe i wouldn't like like to comment on that because i've seen that a lot of the new generation enjoy ama piano more than anything and also a lot of that generation enjoy like deep house and afro afro tech mm. afro house and all that as well so we will we will didn't really confirm as to what people really enjoy or like so it's up so it's up to it's up to them to choose yeah yeah okay yeah so i guess if if uh in a club then you could hear all genres so it wouldn't so in a club is it would, is there are there overlaps? So, would the DJs play Afro house, Ama piano, and deep house, or do you have like specific deep house nights and parties? Can you please repeat that? No, so I, I was just wondering whether there's an overlap in the scene, or is it kept separate? So over here, you'd have Afro house. Maybe you'd have uh, Ama Piano as well, but Deep House wouldn't necessarily be included in that night. So I'm just wondering whether that's the same in South Africa, whether, you know, you'd have all three playing in the night or whether the parties or the scene is kept separate. Uh, in, in most cases, we'll find that maybe there's like an event or anything. Mm. We'll find that on the lineup, they included all the DJs that play the genres, maybe my piano, deep house, and all that. Mm. But in most cases, they will start with, like, uh, deep house, then maybe it would be, like, Afro house, then closing sets, you'll put the my piano. Okay, okay. Okay, that's cool. Okay, yeah. that's interesting to know. So, um, talking about parties, can you describe a great party night out for you as both a DJ and a party goer? So, what elements in a party makes it great for you? Uh, personally, like, I like going out, partying and, and, and all that. I enjoy all genres. So even if it's your know, piano, soul music or Afro, I'll still enjoy because I'm more of an outro fan. Mm. But, but uh, what, what I know is that I am a deep house fan. Okay. And I'll always be a deep house fan. Right. Okay. I won't be even I won't be even tempted to like change genre and play with the other genres. You okay. Know? Okay. Deep house all the way. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I think I can definitely relate to that. Um yeah, I I've always played Deep House, so I start, I'm a learner. I'm still new to as a DJ, and but I've always wanted to play Deep House. And over time my style has yeah. just gotten deeper and deeper and deeper. Um and whilst yeah. I play 
I guess, it, I mean, it still comes under Deep House, but it's not Deep Deep House. I always feel mm-hmm. like I've come, when I play True Deep House or Pure Deep House, I feel like I'm coming home. It just touches me in a completely different way. Um, so I, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think I could ever not play that Deep House either. I, yeah, I, I can agree with you. So um, with regards to Deep House music, we'll obviously stay on that theme, given the topic and the, uh, of this, or the subject of this podcast. Can you tell us about a Deep House track that you think you would always play? Um, so, you know, uh, if you tell us the name, the producer, and what it is about it that makes you love it, I guess, and, and want to always play it. Mm. Oh, like the Pause track that I'll always play. I like two tracks. Okay. Mm, the first one, the first one is Cryptolist. Uh, the track is titled "What Makes You What Makes You Happy." Mm. Then the second one is Trevor G. Okay. It's what it's born told me. Right. Oh. So, in most cases, when I DJ, I will use the, the Cryptolix track as the opening track, then the, the one with Trevor GSA closing tracks. Okay. So those are the tracks that I like and I will always play. Okay. And what is it about those tracks um, that would have you always play them? The one for Cryptolix. I just like I just like how it was contrasted, contract, contract, constructed, yeah. Mm. The bumpy bass and the vocals, all that. So it's kind of like the style that I I produce. Okay. And then the one the one for Trevor G. I like the mellow of it and the groove inside of it. Okay. So yeah, that's that's what I really love about those tracks. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I like Cryptolic. I've got quite a few of his tracks actually, and yeah, um, yeah it is. It's. Uh, I mean, it's deep, isn't it? And in some cases, quite dubby as well. Um, so he he really yeah. takes it to the basement. Um, yeah. So I know that you've got a couple of tracks which you've recently had released on Round Robin Recordings. So can you tell us about those tracks and so the night, the name, you know, the title, and where we can find those those tracks? Ah, the first track is All Things Past, and then the other one is is is. It's everyday music, and the third one is Groove With Me. Yeah, those are the tracks that I produced, like, last year. Okay. And I, ju- I was just looking for a label where I can release it. Because I don't I don't want to release, a, like, anywhere or everywhere. Mm. I'm very peak when it comes to, like, releasing. Okay. So every, every music, to, every track that I produce is, like, close to my heart. So I wouldn't like it to which just out there and anywhere. So it would be it would be best if maybe it comes from, from a label that I follow and all that. Okay. Okay. No, that makes so sense. So for it yeah, you can if you want them, you can stream them on Spotify, Texas, even YouTube and Apple Apple Store. Okay, cool. And is, are they also on Beatport as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Okay, um, so you've got those three tracks that are out just now. Um, are there any other music projects that you're working on that you'd like us to keep our eye open for? Yeah, 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 there are. Uh, I have another EP of, like, five tracks coming out. Five tracks, yeah, five tracks coming out on Road to Disciples. Okay, okay. Yeah. 
And when is that but, likely uh, to drop? We, or do you, do you have an estimated date for that? Uh, we haven't really confirmed okay. the, the, the release date. Cool. Okay. Um, so we're nearly at the end of our interview, um, but there are uh, just a couple more questions that we've got. So uh, for those who are interested in hearing more of your sound, um, can you just confirm where we can find your music? Uh, my music can be streamed in all the, 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 the online stores. Okay. So that's... Like Spotify, yeah. Apple, uh, yes. and then obviously we can purchase them on Beatport, TrackSource, and Bandcamp. Is it on Bandcamp as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah, there's other ones that on Bandcamp and okay. even YouTube. And YouTube. Okay, cool. Okay, and then for our final question, is there anything else that you'd like to share about yourself um, and your music? Yeah, I can simply say. I'm still like I'm still learning. I'm still uh, I always take myself as like a beginner. So I'm still learning and whatever that I'm whoever or whatever that is gonna um, like uh, how I can put it. It's more it's more like an like an uh, advice. I can put it as it more like like an advice. Ne? So I can say whatever you feel like it's your passion or you are talented in. That's like me. I will just say keep pushing and don't let anything stop you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can say that. And when it comes to my music, I promise people or my friends that. I'll try and release music, more music as I can. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what that's what we can say. Okay, no, yeah. that's great. Um, you know, like I said, your your music is um, you know, the deep house that I love uh, most definitely, and I am gonna endeavour to. Because um, I, I typically play around, what, 122 uh, BPMs, but I do want to okay. do a really, really slow one, actually, because I think it does. It makes you feel and vibe, you know, the music. It makes you connect with yourself, with your heart, with your soul, I think, in a way that faster music doesn't necessarily enable you to do. So I do want to do a, a mix uh, and maybe even a live stream where I am playing at the slower side. Um, yeah, you know, there is a part of me that thinks people think it's boring, but it's, yeah. I guess it's right for the right people, isn't it? And I know that you're going to be doing a guest mix for the Church of Deep House as well. So really appreciate that. Thank you very much. And that will just enable us to obviously get closer to you and your sound um, and, you know, understand and and just connect with your vibe, basically. So really do appreciate that. Um, So any final um, or parting thoughts or comments before we end the interview? Yeah. I can just simply say, just be true to be true to yourself, and do what make then do what makes you happy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. That that is definitely what it's about. It's been a journey for me musically, but I definitely agree because it it just feels better, doesn't it? 
Cool. All right. Well, thank you very much for agreeing to do this interview, MK. I really appreciate it. And I hope that, you know, you've enjoyed interviewing. It's been really great getting some insight into you and, you know, your inspiration uh, and your creative process as well. It's been really helpful. Um, I might start thinking about learning how to produce as well, actually. Um, But yeah, it's been it's been really beneficial. So thank you. And yeah, really looking forward to um, hearing your mix as well. And so with that said, just before you go, it would be really good to hear a bit about your mix, actually, MK. So can you tell us about it, please? Firstly, nothing makes me happier than creating a mix where I have my songs and the song of those I look up to. So with this specific mix, I have some of the people who produce tracks that speak to me on different levels songs that I can relate to and most importantly these are also some of the people that I look up to. Also all the tracks I produce and the mixes I do are my way of expressing certain aspects of my emotions. They are feelings that I can't express even if I try and most importantly they speak to me sorry they speak to a certain stage that I'm in that can be described. So with this specific mix, I just aligned my feelings. Whatever I wanted to communicate that I could eat, and it magically aligned with whatever I was going through at that moment. And I have <clears throat> I have hope it will align with whatever the listeners are going through. After all, uh, music is a language that is received and understood directly, but it hits. Great. Thank you so much for that, MK. Okay. Okay, Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Thanks, you too. Bye. Bye. A massive thank you to MKJSA for his time and pearls of wisdom today. We really hope that you enjoyed the interview and that you'll enjoy the upcoming guest mix, which we'll be playing next. So if you'd like to connect with MK, you can find him on Instagram. Just look for MKJSA. And if you'd like to hear more of his sound, you can find his music on Beatport and TrackSource. Again, just look for MKJSA. With regards to the Church of Deep House, if you'd like to hear more from us, then you can tune in to our monthly radio show on Bloop London, which takes place on the fourth Sunday of every month from 4 till 5pm UK time. You can also check out previous episodes on our SoundCloud, Mixcloud and Apple podcast channels. Just look for the Church of Deep House. And so until then, keep it locked for MK's exclusive and deliciously deep guest mix and take care of yourselves. Bye. The Church of Deep House is now in session.
Thank you.